Hey, cute kids. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, I'm on the road with the last leg of this tour with the Impractical Jokers again. We're only going through August. We just announced like 25 cities, all available online right now. One that I really want to point out, two really, Chicago Theater we're coming to, and also Radio City Music Hall, May 5th in New York City. It's our homecoming show. We have not been here in quite some time. You can go to SavileCanoComedy.com for those tickets and watch Impractical Jokers every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. It's on True. It's on TBS. So you can find it. It's all over the place. It's real fun. I'll see you on the road. New York City, look at me. I can't wait to see you, okay? Radio City Music Hall, May 5th. Tickets right now on sale. Get them. All right, babes, listen to me. I add, I'm filming my special at Tarrytown Music Hall March 3rd, but those are all sold out. So I'm running my special at New York Comedy Club February 20th, February 26th, 27th, 29th, and March 1st. Those are the last times in the New York area you'll be able to see that hour. And now I've just announced April 16th, I'm coming to Dubai. And then June 3rd, I'll be in Belfast. June 6th, Birmingham. June 7th, London. June 10th, Manchester. June 11th, Liverpool. June 12th, Glasgow. Pascal, June 13th, Dublin, Ireland, and then that's it. I am off the road for months, so Chrissy UK's is coming. Chrissy UK's, Chrissy Ireland's, Chrissy Dubai's, and Chrissy New York City's. ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. You won't belong to me, I let you down. I walk around and see your night skyline. I feel the light, but you don't want to stay. So lonely now, just let me off downtown. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How you doing? You feel good? I feel good. Doesn't it feel good to pay less? Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Damn. Feeling good. No, it feels good. You know, Tony, Tony, Tony? Yeah, oh, yeah. Feels what? good. Didn't he live, used to live in Staten Island? Or Queens, maybe. Oh, no, that was Tony, 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 Tony is three gentlemen. Tone Loke used to live in T Queens. Did he really? I, that's, I think so. Yes. I think he used to live near Judah Friedlander in Queens. Ah. When I was started comedy, Judah Friedlander lived in Queens. And now? I don't th No, he doesn't live in Queens Does anyone anymore. know anything about him? I haven't I, seen Judah in a while. I Great guy, while. hilarious I act. I agree. I agree, but I never I miss really, him. I miss him. I, 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 I talk to him. We, we share pleasantries, and uh, I have respect for him, and... Uh, I see we're, we're, we're acquaintances, but I never really scratch a surface on that man. And I don't really know a lot about him. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a minute. What do you know about him? Let's I get him on the pod. I would love Is to get you to Finland. Yeah, I think so. Right. Let's get Judah on a pod. Let's get Judah. Think we could, like it's a solid name. Judah. My name's <laughs> Judah. 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 Hey, do, do you think, do you think that, um, that we can get him on the pod. And that, if you guys don't know who Judah Freeland is, he's a hysterical comedian. You may know him from 30 Rock. He's the world champion. He wears a trucker hat and he's got these big glasses and long shaggy hair and everything. Yes. And he's got a whole image and everything. And uh, really, he has his own, his own kind of angle and thing Meet going on. Meet the parents. On. He's got a classic line. He goes, oh, we, got, we got a whole bunch of moms. We got a bunch of moms. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. I, but you think he would like uh, let us break down the walls and, and, and get to know him a little bit? 
Um, I'm going to say no. Did you ever see him without his his like kind of image? You no. ever see him not like that? No. It's pretty kind of crazy. Can you type in <laughs> Judah Freelander like butt naked? Yeah, any anything really. Judah Freelander. Yo, yeah, there you go. No, but without his thing, like that. That's wild. Wild, right? That's wow. what's hiding under there. Wow. And imagine that hair is short. You don't even recognize the guy. I would never know that that's Judah Friedlander. Never in a million years. He's He probably walks around, but he walks around as the world champion. Always. But I bet you when he doesn't want to, he, I, kinda, I bet you he could do that and get away with everything. He's the world champ. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> See wow. that? That's something else, right? Yeah. That's something else. Yeah. He looks like a, you know, isn't it amazing when you, you see someone this way and you assume them to be something in your head. Right. And then if you saw him that way, you would not assume everything you assume prior to that. I would He's never. He's a different person. You feel differently about him. You think he acts differently. You have different opinions about him. Because you know what they say about assumptions and you know what they say about the word assume. What is it? Yeah. it's uh, You make an ass out of you, you and, and me. me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's. And that's, here's another thing that I remembered from, from sixth grade. An error is not a mistake until you refuse to correct it. Is that true? An error is not a mistake until you refuse to correct it. Well, tell that to Billy Buckner. Mm. It is. And I will say to you, I don't make mistakes. I learn lessons. No, oh, I like that a lot too. Right? I'll Positive. Tell you the three things I learned from all of school and from K3. Literally, if it's any more than three, I'll bring Trevor Karan in here right now and he will kick you in the throat. I swear to God. I, I retained three pieces of information from education from kindergarten through eighth grade. Okay. What is it? Nomads roam from place to place in search of food and water. The tundra is a dry and icy barren region, and Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. <laughs> wow. And that's it. Those are three pretty impressive things to remember. That's all I remember. The tundra is a... Fr is it's a, a barren, frozen region, isn't it? So what's an example of a tundra? <laughs> <laughs> isn't the tundra the tundra? You mean things a tundra like? I thought the tundra was the like the tundra. Like the Sahara the tundra desert is the example of the tundra. No, I think that there's different tundras throughout the world. Oh, maybe you're right. The frozen tundra. Yeah, I thought it was like is that? But let me. There, but is, I thought it was like a main tundra. Maybe there's not. Yeah, yeah there's not. Yeah, is the frozen tundra a bit of a um? What do you say? Like a, a an oxymoron? Oh, right, right. Frozen redundant. tundra, redundant. Right? right. Is that what an oxymoron? What's yeah, an oxymoron? Like a big shrimp. Yeah, What's an oxymoron? That's an oxymoron. Yeah. Like yeah. Jumbo shrimp. Yeah. The frozen tundra is just repetitive. It's redundant. Wait, jumbo so what's shrimp the difference? Because all shrimp are. Shrimp indicates small. Jumbo, you're describing something small as jumbo. So like, you know, like an oxymoron, like I'm an oxymoron. I, I mean, um, like, like if, if a really big fat guy came in and, and we called him Little Pete, that's an oxymoron. Right. Right. Got it. Or like someone who's an idiot and does a lot of oxycontin. Like DeRosa's an oxymoron, probably. Right. Does a lot of oxycontin. Is a moron? Right. He's an oxycontin. Right. I took a shot at him. He doesn't do oxycontin. I don't think he's a moron. He does. I no, he does. To, I wanted to use the Why joke. Why else would you move to Pennsylvania? I, didn't, I wanted to use the joke, but I didn't have someone to put in there. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to actually pick like a, like a pill head, we know, and call him an oxymoron. But then, who's a good uh, pill head? But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to. So I outed Joe, who's not really those things. Steve, you ever do pills? I've dabbled with some painkillers, really, but, but never, of, but uh, never like abused them or nothing but like that. What did you? But did you ever use painkillers? Not, scared. not because you were in pain. You used painkillers to get high. You ever done that? No. Be honest. No, no, no. You take what happens well, when you well, take well, a pain? Well, what constitutes the dabble? You know, a couple, couple, two, three, maybe the backs uh, bother me a little bit, you know. But never, never just like solely recreationally. No. What happens when you take the painkiller? Oh, you feel a little bit relaxed and. 
The can you see away. how people get addicted oh, to them? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, Oxy's heroin, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's got the same kind of c- c- composition or. It's basically okay. like legalized. Have you taken painkillers ever? No, nah, I'm too scared. Too scared. Yeah. I've been I've been prescribed them because from like I had operations or this I've gotten. I don't think I've ever gotten oxycontin. I've definitely gotten Valium and I've definitely gotten uh, what's that other one? There's another. There's a few of them, and I just like I have them. All, I just never took them. Right. I just I'm too nervous. I don't want to feel like. I don't know. Whatever. It's this. amazing, people. I watched this documentary on Netflix called Bitcon. It's pretty awesome. I'm not fully through it yet, but the guy that, who it's about says in the first 20 minutes, he goes, since, I've been, since I was a little kid, I always wanted to be a criminal. Ever since, a, I was, ever since I was a little kid, I always wanted to be a gangster. Gangster, right. That's the opening line to uh, uh, Bronx Little Hill? Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Ever since I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. But that's amazing, right? Like how people just want to be criminals. How he was like, I don't, I'm not, the jail and all that doesn't, scare me it's just like a byproduct of being a criminal i'm okay with that isn't that wild that's, to you that's wild like the number one thing that scares me the most is prison i do not want to go to prison uh, sometimes i have <laughs> dreams that i did I, i'm hiding a crime and i'm i'm gonna be in prison eventually me too and the feeling is terrible me too i feel scared i have those my, exact dreams get out of my do mind do you think like at some point in your life you will go to prison i really 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 hope not me I'm either do everything i can to avoid that steve do you think one day you're gonna go to prison or have you ever went to prison Steve's putting his headphones back on. I don't think I'll go to prison. He dabbled. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think, but you could, is there a scenario where you, what scenario would be the most likely scenario that would wind you up in prison? I personally think for me, it would be not knowing that I had unpaid parking tickets and speeding tickets and my license got suspended and they sent the suspension notice to my mother's house and i never got it because she didn't mail it to me and then i was driving with an unbeknownst to me suspended license and then i would go to jail for the night for that jail for the night is different than prison though. yeah yeah actual prison the only way i could see i could go to actual prison is if i accidentally was texting and driving and hit and killed someone I could go to act. You would go to actual prison for that. Yeah. Deserve it. You know, and, and you know, that's why you're not supposed to text and drive. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't know, man. I, I, I watch this thing on TV uh, on, um, what was I? I watch this thing about, about prisons. It's like a, a it's a television prison swap. Was it prison swap? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was, it was like a docu series on prison and, uh, it, it was insane, dude. It was like, it wasn't like the first, not the first, the first 48 is not that right. First 48. It's like a, when somebody dies, they got 48 hours to catch no, killer. These are guys, I forget what the, what, what the show is called, but they, 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 they go into the prison. They, 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 they follow these guys and they, they just, everybody's fuck. Everybody's fighting inside the world's toughest prison. When the guy commits himself to be arrested in the toughest prisons around the world and gets to meet the prisoners. No, I don't think that, that, was that, it. that that's an no, unbelievable what, show. What prison shows are there. Real, real prison shows though. Not like fake prison shows. Yeah. Like prison, prison, docu- prison reality shows. Yep. That's it. 60 days in. That's it. So 60 days in. So That's what it. is 60 days in? What's the concept of the um, uh, yeah, let's concept, I guess. Follow seven brave participants as they go undercover in North Carolina's Pitt County Detention Center. I think that's it. Yeah. A&E. A&E. Still a network? A&E? I think so. Love right? A&E. Because this, uh, this, the, so, and, and does it follow people? You know what I? You know what else scares me? 
being wrongfully accused. Oh, yeah. Because that happened. The guy My who died. My dad was wrongfully accused once. Your dad was wrongfully yeah. accused? Yeah. Like how far down the chain did they go? They went to go. They brought him in. They wanted to. They, will, uh, they either were looking for him or brought him in. And then it what, went, what was, was the crime? I violent? Was, yeah, I think it was like a violent crime. But another, it was another, another person. Like, like he just wasn't even in that area. He just fit a description. Literally nothing to do with it. I think they described someone to someone and someone said, that sounds like this person. And they they're like, it's, an, it's a guy. He's, he's muscular, works for the when DSMY. He he's, he's constantly he's taking apple cider vinegar shots every day. His <laughs> son's on the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't my dad. <laughs> uh, no, and, 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 and it was bad, though. It was like, I think it was like, for like a rape or something like you that. You remember this? Or you no, were, no, you this were was young, when he was younger. You weren't even a and kid. They, he didn't even know what was going on. They got, and I, I, I wish I knew the specific details. I don't want to like, I extrapolate, but I, I feel like my grandmother and had to run, go down there and yeah. like people went and had to clear him like his name, obviously, but yeah. um, it was something crazy. The and they found the guy. One of the craziest stories I ever heard is this guy who I know, right? He went down for a bachelor party downtown. I think it was, it must've been Nashville or Vegas. One of those Nashville or Vegas goes down to a bachelor party and, you know, goes out to the bar at night, right? Whatever. Uh, meets a girl. You know, yeah, has, I, has a one night stand, no, right? No. All good. One night stand. Next, next morning, she leaves. Next morning, cops, like cops, suit, suited police, yeah. like detectives there, arrest him, charge him with rape, right? Mm -hmm. He is like, what, you know, like what's going on? Like thinks like his life is, you know, like flashing before his yeah, eyes, whatever. Yeah. They, he says, I did not do this. Like I walked her down. I walked her downstairs or like got her in the elevator, whatever it is. And they look and they find the footage yeah. of her being like hugging him, kissing him in the lobby, yeah. like all this stuff. And what had happened was is she was she was down on her bachelorette party, you know, obviously engaged. The husband found out somehow, and then she said, "No, it's not what you think. This person raped me." I mean, geez, yeah, that's a. And then that's and that's talk about between a rock and a hard place. That's that's a whole nother. You're swinging a pendulum the other way, big time, big time. And now the, you're going to jail because you know. First of all, you're going to ruin someone else's life like that, right? But the kid, but the kid, dude, he told me, he told us when you know it, it got cleared within call it 24 hours right. because they found out whatever. But he was like, you know, I mean, this was a year or two ago. I spoke to him. You know, we, he brought it up, and he was like, I still have not shaken that off. Like I still like, yeah. Like he was like, I, I, I. I just like it. It. He said it kind of Even like being in the same sentence of it or yeah, peripherally that's, accused. That's what he mistakenly said. Mistakenly accused. He said it's weird. He's like nothing ever, nothing happened. But like I feel like a bad guy now. Like even though I didn't do anything, but like but, the stain of it. But she she goes to jail for she that. She doesn't. Though. I don't. I, I actually I don't know. I, I I don't know what happened on her end, but I know that that was like a scary story. I, I mean, she couldn't come up with something better. Like yeah. just something like that's that's crazy to be like just uh I was raped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like wait, you're gonna put this God forbid, like if you if the for for your outcome to come out the way you wanted to where right. you where you weren't at no, fault, peep. you have to put this man in jail, ruin his life, his family, his loved ones, his loved ones' lives. Then you have to continue the lie right. that you were raped. Right. And then you have to No, but the, the the point is though is like because you're like a good-hearted person and you're not a sociopath, real sociopaths out there do not feel any remorse for their actions. That's why this Bitcoin documentary was interesting because it was like one of the first people who was like very open about like I'll be a scumbag to all my friends. I'll, all I care about is getting money and banging that's, girls. That's why. And I'll do anything to keep that going. And now he in the documentary he was facing 100 years in prison for a Bitcoin scam and he was like sitting down saying everything that could absolutely implement him in crime after crime. He didn't care.
Really? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know how people live like that at all. I man. think people like I, some people just prison just doesn't scare them. No. You got to think like I think prison's not for the people who who aren't scared by prison. There have to there has to be like another form of justice. Then when I was watching this first sixty whatever sixty days in, there's one kid. He came. He's just like today's my birthday, so I want to get beat. I want to just fight all day. I want to fight everybody. I want to get yeah. beat up. I want to get beat up. I want to beat people up. It's my birthday. Like that's what he wanted for his birthday. Interesting. And then there's like clicks, and they show all the clicks in the prison, and there's like all different kinds of clicks by nationality, by age, all these different things. And he just would go up and start picking fights with them. Right. And he'd be like talking trash in the, um, the common area. Right. And everyone's just like whispering like, he's going to get, like, what is he doing? Right. Like, we're all going to just beat the crap. And then people just started fighting him. And he's fighting everyone one-on-one. -on -one. He's getting his nose broke. He's fighting people. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, he was, he was happy to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be in there. Like, I go into prison, right? And I'm just like, look. I don't want any trouble from anybody. No. I'm a nice guy. I'll be your friend. Yeah. I'll help you move something. You know, whatever. What do you I, I don't know. Whatever. I'll play dominoes. Yeah. I will spot you. Yeah. I will, you know. Just don't I'll, point any uh, pointed edges at me. We have I'll no problems. See, but like I go in there and I'm that guy, right? doesn't matter because there's a culture in there and a life in there and there's a way of life in there that they adhere to that is like they feel that they must adhere to. So I think if I go in there like that, that they will just, well, they just, just beat the piss out of me, right? Probably. Nobody will be like, don't bother him. He doesn't bother anybody. Just let him be. Some guy that's like that guy that's like, nah, I want to fight everybody. It's my birthday. He'll be like, I want to break his arm. It's my birthday. Or something. And I'll just be like, I yeah. don't want any part of this. Right. Yeah. So I will get, you know, yeah, but the thing is, I think if they feel that you don't want any part of it, that's like, they're going to invite you in to be a part of it. Like in a negative way. They're going to, they're going to break a part of your body. Yeah. Yeah. But why? But I'm telling you, you have no trouble here. I, I have no trouble with you. You have no trouble with me. I will not even, I, I don't even have to come in, in, in your lane here. Just do what you got to do. Why are you going to still come after me? Right. Because people, because people, they act a fool. They do act a fool. People be acting a fool. They run amok and they act a fool. Did you see Kirby Enthusiasm episode? You ever know that story about how he got that guy out of prison in the background yes. of the show? You know about yeah. that, Steve? Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that was crazy. They, yeah. they, they had to go back to the footage and they saw him in the stands. That's wild. Imagine getting wrongfully accused. That's wild. Well, it feels like, too, like with everything being on video in the world we live in, like there should be angles like to prove or your innocence or to disprove now, your innocence it's anywhere. It's still happening all the time, but now I think it's easier. But remember like the like the Central Park Five and, yeah. and remember all that kind of stuff. Or, or even now when people go, they get absolved after like five, 10, 15 years in prison. Right. Imagine like, it's like, oh no, you didn't do it. Right. And then they let you back into society after right. 15, 20 years. Right. It's like, how do you repay that person? Well, too, and also like, like these- You should be able to literally get a billion dollars. A billion dollars. And also like these, these like documentaries, like Making a Murderer was like the big example of one, like, you know, them- you know, doing a great job of like editing and like putting facts out there or whatever, but not telling the whole story. And they like, didn't, right? they and didn't. like the guy, like the, the prosecutor, I think his name was Ken Krantz or something yeah, like what, that. What the hell happened with that? No, like they made him look like so bad or whatever. And he was like, I saw like a little documentary with him. He was like, I literally like, I've been getting like death threats and people have been saying like, what a horrible person I am. I put a guilty man in prison based on the evidence, based off the justice of our country you made my words look different and you made me look like this horrible guy where none of it's true because then like even my family was like on Stephen Avery's side. They were like, there's no way he did yeah, it. And then after I watched it, I heard like other stuff and they're like, oh, they didn't mention he did that. They that, didn't mention that, that he killed that animals, right, little right, like right. tortured animals. That right. He was the last one to see her alive. And Ken right. Krantz's part was like, I, all of that was presented in court not on the documentary. Right. In court, they left out the parts that absolutely nailed the two of them. Right. So that's why we didn't let them out. Right. They did it.
He was like, so, 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 so it's not getting flipped. No, but no. What about that other kid, Brendan Dassey? I don't think that kid was like, I, who basically they coerced a false, uh, false, um, right? I don't know what, I don't know what happened with Brendan Dassey. If he's still in there or not, Can you look him up. Let's see. Brendan Dassey is an American convicted murderer. Yeah. Incarcerated. I think, I think. First degree intentional homicide. I think you're in jail for life. Life in prison with the possibility of parole in 2048. He can get out. But what? But what about? But what about? He videotaped interrogation confession, which he which he recanted at trial. Substantially contributed to his conviction. Parts were shown, but much was left out in the Netflix documentary series Make a Murderer. The series examined the 2005 to seven investigation, prosecution, and trials of Dassey and his uncle Steve Avery, both of whom were convicted of murdering the photographer Teresa Halbach on uh, October 31st, 2005. After his conviction, Dassey's case was taken by the Center of Wrongful Convictions of Youth. In August 2016, a federal magistrate judge ruled that Dassey's confession had been coerced and overturned his conviction oh. and ordered him released, which was delayed during an appeal. In two June 2017, a divided panel of the United States Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit affirmed the magistrate judge's order overturning Dassey's conviction. Wow. In December 2017, the full and bonk Seventh Circuit upheld Dassey's con- upheld Dassey's conviction by a vote of four to three, with the majority finding that the police had properly obtained his confession. Wow! Wow! So there you go. So wow, that's a gray area. Imagine that. Imagine being him and be like, "He's overturned. It's not. It's overturned. Yeah. It's not." You got to be so oh my God. But like, yeah, Stephen Avery. I know, like, with the thing, like that they he's sixteen years I old think, with an IQ. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's a slow. Yeah. So uh, the the he's one he's a slow. He's a slow. <laughs> he's a slow. Uh, they they I know like. One of the things I heard Ken Krantz say is like when they were like, you know, interrogating him or like for the documentary, they were like, he was like, we found her bones on at the fire pit on his property. So who did it? Was that in the documentary? No. And he was like, that we seems found, like it would have been a quick episode. He said, we found her. I never forget. He said, we found her bones in the fire pit of his property. So who tell me who did it then? Right. He was like, that's the evidence that the state put forward. Here's, here's a fun uh, factual sentence from Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Dassey was described as a quiet, introverted young man with an interest in WWE. He was reportedly upset when he missed WrestleMania 22. <laughs> and he has an interest in animals and video games. <laughs> that, yeah. why, why, why put that in there? Yeah. It is so absolutely not contextual that's like that's like in the news the other day in the news the other day you know like letitia james the attorney general of new york she's got suing donald trump yeah so she's just suing donald trump and the newspaper wrote morbidly obese letitia james is suing donald trump i'm like why did you put that in there why did you call her morbidly obese there was no reason to say that one time the washington post did a big story on us yeah uh, practical jokers right and they had someone come and uh we they, they tailed us for a while and shouted us and they watched us and they came to a bit and in the bit uh they came to a punishment i was getting punished and i was teaching a dance class right. real dance class to couples and it was like a, like a like a like a, a serious class and i was the instructor and while the class was going on i they, they were they were practicing and everything and i had to approach couples slyly it was a big room like this and they were all broken off and following their moves and i had they gave me a suitcase full of real cash and I had to go up to them and then do an indecent proposal quietly with each couple in the whole place and ask the man if I could have his wife for a night for $25,000 $25, cash in this suitcase. So I would, I, I had to walk up to these people and go, excuse me, I know that we're having a great time. I know that you two are together. Um, 
you know, I'm happy to have you in my class. I just was wondering, and, and I am serious in this briefcase I'm holding is $25,000 cash. And I was wondering if you would allow me to have any interest. Would you have any interest in me being with your wife for the night in exchange for the cash or whatever? I went and said that to like six couples, dude. Did and anybody say yes? A couple people like walked out and then some people like, like, like played along, like, like w w took a good joke, but then I had to tell them I wasn't joking. Right. Like it was really intense. And this was the Washington Post was watching this. <laughs> and they wrote a cover story of us and it was like it was like on the cover page or whatever and it was like an in-depth article it was like you'd go to the next page the next page like yeah. 10 photos they had a photo, photo shoot for us and the whole entire article is factual regular things about everything our history what we were up to anything you would think of completely contextual and factual the opening sentence the first sentence in a five, like a four-page washington post article was describing me as I was doing this to the people, and the lady wrote, Sal, yeah, baby. I think I speak for you, me, most men when I say we want to have better sex. You for don't speak for me. <laughs> oh, and for the sake of our partner, we need to have better sex. You don't speak for me. Uh, yeah. The issue is that over the counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. Listen, I've listened to Sal have sex many, many, many times, and he does great, but since he's been taking do enjoy mode, <laughs> I say, you know what? I want to get involved. The trademark product, the sexual performance booster, is every man's solution for increased blood flow, firmness, stamina, and performance. That's why we partner with our friends over at Joy Mode. Look, what? it comes in a palm-sized packet, Oof. like your favorite electrolyte pattern. Yeah, that's you know? what it is. Simply mix with six to eight ounces of water in 45 minutes before sexual activity and watch the magic unfold. Literally. Yep. Literally. Ingredients with integrity. Joy Mode. Go to usejoymode.com slash code and get 20% off with code HEYBABE at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping with code HEYBABE at usejoymode.com slash code. Great sex. Solved naturally. Nice, bro. Folks, this episode brought to you by BetterHelp. Better Help. Our friends at BetterHelp. Thank you for sponsoring Almost every single episode of that show, mental health, we all need help with it. It doesn't matter if you're even, you know, feel like you need help. We can all use someone to talk to. And I love BetterHelp. Sal uses it. I use it. Steve Ciccone writes your own. use it. Listen, love BetterHelp. If you've benefited from therapy um, in the past, then you know uh, that you can give this a try. It's convenient. Yep. It's it's made to be done online. Uh, you can get a therapist connected within 48 hours. You can switch them at any time. Yep. All being done online is what I love the most about it because it's like, you know, sometimes I can't tell you how many times I was, I was going to go to therapy and I'm like, I got to get on the train. I got to get there with BetterHelp. You never, I almost never miss a session because I'm like, all I got to do is sign on and then yeah. boom, I'll start. And look, what are you, what are you trying to work on, right? I mean, uh, you can work on yourself. You can work on your relationships. Common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. That's not true. Mm -mm. Sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make it right. Yep. Therapy could play, uh, is the place to, 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 to face your challenges. It's the place to do it. And if you're thinking of getting therapy a try, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out that brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sal, tell them how to become your own soulmate. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash hey babe today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash hey babe. Chris. Yep. I have two favorite foods. 
ravioli and cereal knew that okay and uh, lately i don't really eat all the cereal i did for my childhood because it's not really for me anymore but you are eating a ton of ravioli (laughs) (laughs) but adult cereal is so bland it's not the same okay Mm -hmm. and protein shakes and supplements are boring and stuff like that and that's why i'm happy magic spoon is back with us magic spoon they have reinvented your favorite childhood cereals to taste great Each serving contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs per serving. It is a keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free way to relive those moments watching your favorite cartoons, plus 140 calories a serving. Say what? What? Magic Spoon just launched two new flavors of the delicious high-protein cereal treats, blueberry muffin and double chocolate. Mm, uh, yummy, yummy in my me. tummy. They're just like the marshmallowy treats you had as a kid, but with only one gram of sugar and one to two grams of net carbs, and they're packed with 11 grams of protein per bar. I love Magic Spoon. I love the cereal. I love the protein bar. I have it in my car. Actually, right now, when me or the kids or anybody jazz gets a little hungry, that's what we hit. I love it. And, it, and good because it helps me feel full. And I know that I got some protein in. I got very little sugar and I'm happy. Head to magicspoon.com slash hey babe to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And don't forget to add their new blueberry muffin and double chocolate treats flavors. Be sure to use our promo code hey babe at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they will refund your money no questions asked remember get your next delicious bowl of high protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash hey babe and use the code hey babe to save five dollars off thank you magic spoon for sponsoring the episode Woo! factor fellas factor factor let me tell you something right now. i talk the talk i walk the walk this was my lunch this afternoon okay this was a shredded chicken taco bowl with roasted corn salsa and cilantro lime sour cream love it and then boom boom pow i got that uh, empty chocolate banana protein shake so i i use factor factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy wherever tomorrow takes you be ready with pre-prepared Chef-crafted and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. I mean, look at it. It's one of these products where, like, look at Sal's literally factors become a part of his life and look at look at what he looks like now and then go back, <laughs> go back six months and see what he used to look like. And you tell me factor didn't have a factor. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with their restaurant-quality meals. Uh, heat up wherever you're ready. Snacks, smoothies. The smoothies are delicious, too. They are delicious. I love mango. I love, I love the it. strawberry banana. It's a perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. That's what is the, my favorite thing. It's I'm hungry. Two minutes I'm eating. Beautiful. It's an actual meal. And sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor's done the math. They're less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash heybabe50 and use the code heybabe50 to get 50% off. That's code heybabe50 at factormeals.com slash heybabe50 to get 50% off. Like, this is how she started the article. A pudgy man stands in a room. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then she just wrote the whole article after that. Yeah. And she didn't describe anyone else's physical characteristics ever again. <laughs> none of mine. None of mine. Nothing about me. She didn't say any. There was never any other opinions like that. Any other descri- in the whole article. And I read. I read the first page, and I was like, and I spoke to this woman to her face. You know, and I and I. I was I pudgy at that time? I don't know. I, I, I probably the am, name I'm, of this episode is a pudgy man stands in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name and of this episode. Can you bring up, just put Washington Post and Practical Jokers. And I read that and I stopped and I just smiled and I read it again and then I read the whole article and I was like, there was no reason, no reason. for her to, she did, had no, it didn't connect to anything, anything else. Anything at all. There was no reason for her to say <laughs> it at all. She just took a f-ing shot at me for no reason. I was with this woman for two days this one, right? Yes. Ellen McCarthy. Ellen McCarthy. December 21st, 2010. I'm not even pudgy there. A, a paunchy. A paunchy <laughs> bearded 41-year-old man nervously paced the floors of a mirror line dance studio as the sunset over Manhattan and eight couples showed up for what they thought was a free tangle. Said, okay, so what's paunchy? Paunchy is pudgy. It's the same thing. It's a paunchy. You know? Yeah. But, but, paunchy. Google paunchy. Paunchy. This is what she felt like she had to call me in the opening sentence for no reason at all. Having a large or protruding belly. <laughs> Should we name the episode a Paunchy Man? <laughs> Paunchy Man. A Paunchy Man. Wait, what's the actual first like sentence? Man, like Paunchy Man. Yeah, seeks Paunchy. Love. Go back to the article, Steve. Yeah, look, what's the act? A paunchy, a paunchy bearded 41 man, 41 year old man. That should be the name of the episode. Now if you read the scroll. Look how big this article is. There's other photos. Let's just keep going. She was with us for like days. She interviewed us on the phone alone together. Like it is a big article and it was in print, right? It wasn't just online. It was the print article. Look at this. Wow. Look at how big this article was. Oh my okay? God. And did you ever talk to her? No, I never did. If you're listening, Ellen McCarthy, why did you call him Paunchy? Why did you? Why did you, why did you have to, dude? My well, friend, say it about him now. Say girl, it about me now, bro. You can't, if girl. You if you don't love me at my paunch, you don't love me at my spell. Yes. Um, <laughs> we even we just did the garden. Like, there's no way. There's no reason for her to say that. Right. My my buddy uh, Ian. He's a he's a he's lives in 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 the UK. He's a really he's a Director and everything is a big guy out there. He recreated the uh, Inbetweeners. You ever see that show, The Inbetweeners? No. Uh, heard a, of it though. It was a big, big British series that came out with two or three movies, and then we, we copied it here. But uh, I, he called me crying, laughing. <laughs> he just said, "I just read the Washington Post article because I can't. I'm howling." He goes, "Did you?" I, and I knew what he was going to say, and he's like, "Did sh- there was?" She just took a shot <laughs> at you in the first two words. Yes. She didn't describe me, anyone else, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, we were crying a about it. 41 like, son of this lady. This, what, well, what can you do? What do you want to do? I mean. But what, 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 how did we get there? How did we get there? Um, how did we get to this? Uh, you were describing how they described. Um, oh, yeah. How they said uh, a morbidly obese Letitia, Letitia James <laughs> suing Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mor- I guess it could have been worse. It could have been morbidly, morbidly obese. obese. I mean, we're all technically morbidly obese. Like that's the thing. It's like it, th- that BMI. You ever seen that? B- like, yeah, I, be- I bet you I've Steve been, is normal. I've, I've been morbidly. I think when yeah. I was over like 25, 30 pounds, it was morbidly. I'm six foot one. Stevie put BMI. I'm six foot one, 220 pounds. I guarantee you I'm obese. I guarantee you I am. Oh, I'm, I'm more obese than you. Yeah. Cause you're five eleven, five ten, and I'm two fourteen. Five Right. So here we go. Six. So f- let's go. Five eleven. Five ten. I'm supposed to be one seventy seven. Wait, what happened to the top of the? Oh, oh, it's an ad. Can you cr- cr- yeah, click out of that damn ad? Damn ad. 
I don't know. What okay. Okay. So underweight. Okay. So five. So, okay. Ex- extremely. Ob- oh, this only goes up to obese. So healthy, underweight. Healthy is green. Wait. So where does the, so the, so that's my height. And it says the weight is 177.8. So what is that? What are those numbers? Can you get that garage band? All right. Quit it. Um, yeah, but see, but it only goes up to oh, 215 two, two, weight. 215 is my weight. Yeah, and you're, ex- you're extremely obese. 214, two and it would say, according to that, it would say I am, is that number 31? The number 30. Uh, How o- do you see, obese. The, you see number 30? So follow that chart along. 511. 510. 510. All the way along to the end. See the orange 3030? Ah, okay. Right 30. Orange 3030. Yeah, yeah, but see, mine is off the charts then. If I'm 220, I'm right. 6'1", 220. Right. So yeah. I'm overweight so at the very least. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed, obese. If I'm supposed to be 178, that means 22 plus 14 is 30. I'm 36 pounds off of what they say I should be at an even weight. Steve, what are you? What's your height and weight? I'm 5'4", and I weigh 140. 5'4", 140. So Steve, you're Steve, underweight. Or healthy by four one sixty two. Oh, sorry, that's we're reading this completely wrong, bro. Yeah, well, Th- that's that's not the weight. That's height. That's inches. Height, inches, centimeters. Okay. Oh, and no, the is, weight. Is, the is, weight is, is all is. the way at the top. Wait, weight. Yeah. Then what the hell is? Oh, I don't know what that is. What's one hundred five four one? That's, a cent- that's our height in centimeters. That's a stupid. Chart. How tall are you? I'm one hundred and ten. Five ten. So yeah. So I'm two fourteen. So it, they have me down as. But I'm two. I'm two blocks away. Let me see. If I drop at two o five, I'm just quote unquote overweight. So if I drop nine pounds, I'm just overweight. Right. For me, for me to be healthy, what they consider the top half of healthy is going to be the the green, the five ten green. No, healthy's yellow. Green is underweight. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue is underweight. Green's healthy. Yellow's overweight. Oh shit. Yeah, right, okay, right, right, you're right. right. Sorry. So, in order for me to be healthy, is this number right here? Twenty-four, one hundred and seventy-three, or something. One seventy. That's not possible. Like that's the thing. It's like, how are we going to get there? That's, that's forty-four pounds lighter than what I am. Yeah. Can you imagine me forty-four pounds lighter than this? I, don't I just know. don't understand how it's. Po- I have to be like one. Eight. I have to lose forty pounds. Yeah. Look at you. You're six <laughs> one. Yeah, I have to be 180. 180. Yeah, you're 40 over and I'm 44. My dad's lost about 50 pounds. He's he's like in, he's like 195. God bless him. Yeah. What's yeah. he doing? Intermittent fasting. And he is? E- yeah, eating less. You know, <sighs> yeah. You know, he's... Uh, but it was one of those things where he was like, you know, I lost 40 pounds. Uh, I haven't really changed anything. That's great. I was like, or are you dying of cancer? Right, what, you can't right. just rapidly lose weight. Right. But he went to the doctor. They're like, nope, you're just, you're doing all right. Wow. I'll put those on. Yeah, they're the prescription. Be careful. Okay. Your vision's not bad. I don't know. I don't see well far. I had two astigmatisms, whatever that means. I think they, they said my my head looks like oh, wait. My, my eyeballs look like Stewie uh Stewie's head. What does that mean? Like that's what an yeah, astigmatism. Like football shape. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I actually know, you know what? I can't see better with these. If I can't <laughs> I see worse with these. <laughs> That's right. What it should be. Right. They're prescription. Yeah. I you ever see. do yourself? A, you don't wear glasses though. No. Well, so I, wear them, I wear them ironically. You know, when I wear right, the shades. Right, 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 right. But you don't have perfect vision? 
I guess I I guess I have something close to I, I mean, well, no, I don't have perfect vision, but I I I, I can see. <laughs> I could just I can see like I can read right. you know, things on a board. So you don't need glasses. I don't think so. It's, I mean, not I mean, not that I don't need them. I don't think that I don't. I think right now I can do have all functions of life wearing, um, uh, not wearing glasses. You know what else is another fun fact about Steve? He's an amazing baseball player. Is that true? He's an amazing coffee maker, drummer, and baseball player. Talk to us. Yeah, baseball and drums. Those are the two things I did my whole life. Started oh, really. Could you hit a baseball with a drumstick? I could. I don't think it'd go very far though. Mm. You could do it though. Could you play uh, the drums with a baseball bat? I don't think the drums would last very long. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, wait, so would you play ball, like little league ball? And then you went as, as you got older. Yeah, I played all the way uh, up until, uh, you know, high school and then uh, didn't play in college. Um, and then just got involved in like men's leagues and stuff like that. Really? But uh, I did try out for the New York Mets. I got uh, invitation only tryout when no I was. Wow. Uh, yeah. I still have the invitation. No in way. city field. It was actually where the cyclones play. Sure. Wow. Sure. Yeah. Sure. In Coney Island. Yeah. How many, how many people showed up? That's probably like maybe like a hundred guys or so. And did anybody make it from your list, from it, your group? Not from Wayne my group. It, it was me, me and my friend Anthony uh, from my team went. And then it was just, you know, it was more like, you know, it was like working. At, it was an open tryout kind of thing. Well, invitation only tryout. But uh, it was more like a workout with younger guys just to kind of, you know, keep an eye on younger but talent. But if you would have, you could have, the people who control the Mets were watching. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you could have, if you hit, like, 10 home runs or something, or sure. through, you could have been, like, Henry Rowan Gardner <laughs> yeah. and made the team. Yeah. Wow. That would have been sick. So, what did you what did you play? Uh, middle infield. You second know, that, base? That, that, yeah, that I think I was doing, like, second and third base. Yeah, you got a Chuck Knobloch feel to you. <laughs> you do have Chuck Knobloch feel. <laughs> That's cool. You turn two a lot? I like, yeah, turn two, yep. yep. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I would love to turn two. I'm scared of baseball. Like when like line drives get like shot at you, like you, you ever get hit in the face with yeah. a line drive uh, playing St. Joe's uh, travel team. I uh, took a, a ground ball, took a bad hop, hit me right in the face. I got 33 stitches, 33 stitches. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. Right there on the field. Yeah. They stitched me up right at shortstop. No. No, <laughs> did you, wild. did you, were you gushing in blood immediately? Yeah. yeah. Was it painful or did it happen so quick? It nah, didn't even hurt. It, it happened so quick. I, I was in shock. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really feel anything like the stitching that, that was, that was probably the worst part of like it. Like your lips split open. Yeah, my tooth. Like I just kind of like bit through here. And oh, this whole thing opened up. Yeah. So what wow. was that like? They just carted you off the field and you went to the hospital? Yeah, actually, my brother was watching. Uh, he was like an EMT at the time, so he he took care of me and then drove me to the hospital. He came in. He put the the chest compression things on you. He's like, <laughs> clear. <laughs> it's funny. I had a couple of friends at the game. And we got to fit this guy. My my friend was taking a picture of it, and then somebody yelled out from the stands, "Don't do that!" And he's like, "No, no, no, I'm his friend. He'll want this." <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's so, pretty sick, dude. To, yeah. to try out for a major league team how did you how, how uh, you could hit a fastball like yeah i mean i was you know at one point i was probably on like two or three teams doing travel teams i played in like the cooperstown tournaments like the best teams that consumes the, a lot of your life right yeah baseball had to be a life yeah and that's that's probably why at like 18 i was like you know i'm not gonna go pro and it's like you got to dedicate so much time right it's like the off season the workouts all that right. stuff so um i guess i just wasn't willing to put that kind of time in when my mom threw me in little league like in like fifth grade or whatever, the first thing I realized was like, 
these kids don't have no control of the ball. These pitchers, no. no. And like every like tenth pitch was like, if you don't move, it would hit you in the head. Right. And I was like, why would I want to? I'm going to get bean. I, all I thought about was getting hit in the face with the ball. Right. And then everybody, every kid that was on the mound, which was like, not, it was like what's the mound? Sixty feet in little league, not ninety. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, forty-five. It's forty-five yeah. in little league. Yeah. Yeah, forty-five. I mean, you you hit a line drive back at the mound. I mean, you see that you see in in, in the majors that like. It happens too, but a lot of times they're quick enough to, to grab it. But like you get just dr drilled in the face. I, I think too, even in the majors with the way, how fast everything's going, like, and you know, better than me, Steve, I think we're getting to a point though. where like a pitcher could get hit in the head and die at this point. Oh yeah. It's, absolutely, it's so yeah. dangerous. The beginning. No, but now, but now don't you feel like now the bat swing, everything, those balls are coming back at the pitcher much quicker. Yeah. Then, then they were 20 years ago or no, or has no, it always been? Uh, no, it is. I mean, cause everything that they're teaching younger players now is like exit velo and stuff like that. So the bat is speeds, what? I'm sorry. Uh, exit velocity. It's like a, like a saber metric type thing. So it's like just how fast the baseball is leaving off the bat. And, uh, because they have all these analytics now in baseball, they're looking at, uh, you know, uh, the, the launch angle. So they're, they're teaching kids at a young oh, so age like they're just, getting scientific with it yeah yeah so that i would say and, and then just like the conditioning you know look at a guy like stanton there was no guys that looked like him back right, in the day right. so athletes are just more athletic more muscular swinging the bat faster yeah i'm scared man did yeah. i tell you when i went to the I'm hockey game to did i shit. tell you about the hockey game two weeks ago i went and saw rizzo anthony rizzo no. the first base for the yankees and judge no so i'm at the i'm at the game i'm at the i'm at the uh, New York Rangers game. Uh, at the guard? Yeah, at the guard with my boy, Chrissy the Worm. We're there. Your boy, you love Chris. I love the Worm. Me and the Worm are there. We're having fun. We're having a great time. Shout out, Worm. All of a sudden, I big, get big a worm. tap on my shoulder. I look behind me. It's first baseman from the New York Yankees, no. Anthony Rizzo. He tapped you. Tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, what's up, buddy? Because I had met him about 10 years earlier on the show off the bat, some baseball show I did for MTV too. And always been a great guy, great family. You know, so I was like, oh, what's up, dude? And I say to him, I go, I see you lost some weight. What are you, about a 36 waist now? He was, and his wife was there. He was like, how would you know that? I said, that's my, that's the only talent I have in life is I can parallel park cars and I know every man's waist size. I said, you're a 36. He was like, wow, that's great. I said, yeah. All of a sudden with that, Aaron Judge and his wife come and sit next to Anthony Rizzo. Oh, they're sitting right behind you? Well, they're all sitting right behind you. You know, the, the, the Rangers had, you know, invite the New York Yankees yeah, yeah. there, whatever, throw them up on the jumbotron. I happen to be in the seats right in front of them. So right behind me, Aaron Judge is there. So we tried I to never, get him on the show. I've never met Aaron Judge in my life. Anthony Rizzo says to Aaron Judge, he goes, oh, hey, Aaron, you know, this is my friend, Chris. He doesn't know that I'm, he doesn't know me right. at all. Right. I go, what's up, Aaron? I said, you ready for this? 38 waist, 34 length. <laughs> and then he looked at me, he was like, how did you know that? I said, it's my, I said, it's my, it's legit. My only talent. <laughs> so, then, so then, so he goes, wow. Aaron right, judge 38, 38 big guy, big guy, yeah. 38, 34 length. He's a tall guy. Yeah. So, so then the game's going on, you know, the first, every five minutes fans are walking by, sure. you know, and they're going, Aaron For, judge, yeah. Aaron, you know, he's Darren judge, superstar, yeah. whatever. Going Aaron. So by the time the third period comes, these group of kids or not even kids are like, you know, guys in their twenties are walking by and they were like, Aaron, Aaron judge. And I got up. I said, what about Anthony Rizzo? <laughs> no, I no. said, he's lost so much <laughs> weight for you. He's a 36 <laughs> waist and nobody's <laughs> acknowledging a damn thing. Uh, nobody's acknowledging him at all for three periods. I said, who cares about Aaron judge? He's a fatty no. with a 38 <laughs> waist. Yeah. And then you, you committed. You really committed. I committed. committed. You did that. Right. 
Tell and me they I, were cracking I up. I swear to God, dude, it was like that, t like a moment where like I, you know, because it's the garden, you can't really hear anything. I'm turning around mm -hmm. to see if Aaron Judge is laughing or not. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, it felt like an eternity. I was turning around for like five seconds. Like it felt like five, five seconds. It was probably like 0.5 seconds turning around and he had his head in his hand like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like I f***ed up. Yeah. And then he took his head out and he was beat red dot he was dying laughing okay like dying laughing and rizzo was dying laughing and i was like oh yeah. yeah that was a big swing you took took a big swing but then he was like cool gave me a pound Did i was know like you were comic though he must have yeah, at, yeah. At, by then or maybe anthony oh, he, rizzo told him i was gonna say, I he introduced you like that no he just said this is my friend chris <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm so he's like this nut nut job of a guy yeah and you're like 38 34 38 34 yeah oh wow and then, judge is cool yeah judge is cool and so is rizzo man and i'll tell you what you know a little inside new york yankees like i spoke to anthony rizzo he was like that they they are the team the yankees this year he was like we are like connected yeah he was like we're, we're like we're like ready to go so i was like nice put your money down on put your money down on the new york yankees because that's the thing like the Los Angeles Dodgers right now, you know, they have all the, you know, Otani and they have all the great. But there's never been a player like Otani in, in the world, ever. Right? Never, but you had Otani. How do you do that? How do you do what he does? I Honestly, that's a question for Steve. I have no idea how Otani can be as good as he is. I really don't know. How's how it do possible? you know? Is it just being Japanese? How's he the best pitcher say, and batter? How? Yeah, you just got to be Japanese. Really? Yeah. He's taking Japanese. Yeah. It should be illegal to take Japanese. <laughs> but is that really it? It's just like, is it? Is it just like the upbringing? No, yeah, I mean... Well, for, first of all, I think yeah, those, natural those, those, ability. Yeah, yeah, the natural ability and, and yeah, I mean, he's just freaking nature. Every once in a while, I get these generations. But not every like, once in a while, though, because he's the first person to do well, this. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Different, different time. I mean, you know, it's hard to compare anybody that did it before him because the, the game Babe was so Ruth, much. Babe Ruth, but you're going back. Yeah. But, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, but, but Otani's not even going to pitch this year, right? Yeah. He can't I pitch. Mean, who knows if he'll ever pitch he again? He had Tommy John surgery, so oh, he can't he pitch. But if he could, he could have easily won, like, he could be a, a guy who wins the Cy Young and batting title. Well, didn't he win the? Uh, I think he won Cy Young and MVP. No, did he? But people he have done MVP. that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's he's yeah, he's. It's insane. He's yeah. gonna people are gonna come from all over just to. I mean, he's gonna sell. Like I mean, seven hundred million dollars. I mean, you got Ota who is who's their team now? Otani, Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, Mookie's on the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. yeah, he has been. Right? Technically, Kershaw's a Freddie Freeman. Free, free Mookie agent. Betts came to uh, came to one of my shows. Once. Really, really nice guy. He's a good guy. He took he had a game that night too. <laughs> really, and he took off. Wow. He said, I put this on the calendar before the, you know, and he, and he, and he didn't play. Wow. It was kind of wild. It was when he was at Boston though. Wow. Yeah. I was like, whoa. That's pretty sick. I know. Maybe he was injured though. No, he wasn't injured. He just got like an off he, night. He put off. Yeah. He put in for, are off. you allowed to do that? I guess you can, right? In your contract. Yeah, I, guess, he yeah. did. I didn't know you we could. We had some really big, uh, some big athletes. Chris Sale. Sales sure. Sure. Yeah. Sale. Great pitcher. Sale, right? Sale. Sale. He yeah. just got traded. Where did Sale just go? Sale just um, went somewhere. Sale just went somewhere yeah, big. Blank and let me, I don't he know. He's, he's amazing. Lane Christian. Johnson from the Eagles. Sure. Just, uh, Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens. John. Yeah. John Harbaugh. Came to the show. He came to the show with his family. Yeah. Really got, what a nice guy. Oh, yeah. And I, he knows I'm a Steelers fan and we like fooled around. And when I, we were taking pictures, he tried to throw a, a Ravens hat on me. Wow. I was like, ah, we got a picture of it. But then That's he signed funny. it to me. Really nice yeah. guy. Yeah. How about your Steelers, huh? How about that? Got it. I mean, well, now we're, you know, we're, we're, they how, won the Super Bowl. How about they won the Super Bowl? The Steelers yeah. won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It was the, how crazy is this? The Steelers, Steelers versus the LA Rams yep. in, in the Super Bowl and the Steelers won. And they won. They won 52 to 6. 52 to 6. Wow. You were there. I was there. In Vegas. I was on field, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah. How about this? If, by the way, if they actually for real made the Super Bowl, you'd go to the game. You'd go to Vegas for the game. I would have to go. Yes, I'm going. You know, I'm going to the Super Bowl. I did not know that. I'm interviewing Emmett Smith the day before. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. It's in Vegas this year. <laughs> yes. How'd you get that gig? I don't know. I just got you know one of the. I got an email. Interviewing Emmett Smith on to, behalf of who? To interview Emmett Smith. I think it's Red Bull. To interview Emmett. No, not Red Bull. It maybe it's Red Bull. Interview Emmett Smith. All I have to do is interview him for 10 minutes. He wants to do a 10-minute interview at some Super Bowl party Saturday night, and then we're going to the Super Bowl Sunday. And all I have to do is interview Emmett Smith for and 10 minutes. Paid? Yeah. What kind of deal is this? Well, I have a show in Reno the night before oh. Friday. Then, yeah, I've never been. It's... The only reason why I'm going to Reno is because I'm, I, I want to do the show. I want to see the people out there. I love the, I've never been there. But Carson City, which is the capital of Nevada, which yes. I've never got a picture with, is 30 minutes away. Okay. I've done Reno. Uh... Get in, get out. Yeah, you know, there's nothing against the people of Reno, but it is out of the way, and it is a little bit. Uh, there's no direct flight from New York. I'll no, tell you that much. There's not. Yeah, yeah. So how the hell do I? What do you remember? Yeah, even still, how the hell you got no, there? I think it was a nightmare travel. Yeah, like just a, you have to yeah. connect. Yeah. Um. So, but and yeah, I'm interviewing Emmett Smith, and then the next day going to the Super Bowl. But I'm contemplating the idea of selling the tickets I get to the Super Bowl and just going to watch watching it in one of the casinos. Can you do that? What the hell? You can now. I you already did hand? it. Huh? Do you know what kind of seat you got? Two? I have no idea. A deuce? Deuce. You going with lady? No, she, no, because she's got, um, uh, I think she's got like a, uh, why can't she go? Oh, cause she's coming with me to Nashville the weekend before. Okay. So we can't do wow. two weekends with no kids. Let's see who's going to be in that. Who do you think is going to be in that? Honestly, I know it happened already. So this is us. It like, happened already, but I'm going to, for real, I really genuinely, my heart think it's Ravens Niners and I think the Ravens win. Yeah, that's what I, if I had to guess, it would be Ravens, Niners and Ravens win. I mean, I can't, I mean, it's two of the best teams right there. I mean, it's the Eagles have, have lost four or five. Yes. Yeah. The lions like they they'll, they could surprise you. The Steelers too. Don't you kill when a team is hot and yeah. just beating everybody. But Watt is a uh, second degree MCL sprain. He's got at least a couple of weeks. And now, so the Steelers have to win and you gotta, without him. You, you got to win without him. He cannot play. No, no. So. I don't know. I mean, they find a way to win. Tomlin coaches his way to win a lot, and Rudolph has been on a good streak. But uh, we'll see. I hope for the best. Are you going to go to any of the playoff games? I don't. I don't think I can. I right. just, if I can break away, maybe I will. I got. I got to look. I didn't know. So the. I don't know what what time what day. The, no, next week I'm on the road. I have nightmare travel next week. Tell me this. I'm playing high, a casino in Highland, California. Mm -hmm. I'm flying out on the Friday cross cunt. That's not a word you should shorten, huh? <laughs> I, I'm known for I'm known for truncating my words, but I never I never did that one. Yeah. So for the AI uh, that's checking this, it's cross country C O U N T. I guess if you shorten country, it's cross count. If you if you're really spelling with it anyway, yeah. So uh, so cross country, I'm I'm going across a six hour flight. I land three plus hour drive to the casino. Do the show without getting a hotel. After the show, drive four to five hours to Vegas to check in at like two, three in the morning. So that day I'm flying six hours and I'm driving six, seven hours and I'm doing the show. Stop. I swear to God. You now. Okay. But let me ask you this. You're not driving though. No, but even like sometimes I like driving even better because sitting in the back of like a sprinter or something yeah. for like five hours, you want to rip your legs rip off. Rip your legs off. I remember one time you drove five and a half hours to, we did some casino upstate and I said, Sal, I'm your co-pilot and I slept the entire time. Yeah. You, yeah. You, there was two times that you really, that, that we almost died and you don't know. 
Uh, seriously, right? We almost died. What happened? Boston, coming home from from Boston from uh, that the few days that we did at the. Uh, I remember that. Wherever that was, uh, the uh, Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah. And it was a terrible, terrible, terrible storm. Right. Terrible. Right. Like I mean, like when people pull over because it's raining so hard, the wipers can't keep up. Right. Right. And there was like. Uh, but you pursued. You continued on. <laughs> I, 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 but he persisted. Yes. Uh, you you fell asleep relatively early in that drive uh, because we had to go so slow. It was five plus hour drive, and you fell asleep. I was dead tired, and I and and I I don't know if I had my glasses, and I was driving in that, and we were hydroplaning all over the place. I was white knuckling the steering wheel, and uh, I literally had like tension in my back, a headache, and I was nervous that we would die. And uh, you you slept through that. And then one time we had to leave Vail. No, was it? Vail? Yes. No, it was no, it was, um, Aspen. it was Aspen. And then we had to drive from Aspen in, in terrible conditions to the airport, like two and a half hours. We had to go to like Denver or something. Yes. Like and uh, you slept through that one. And I fell asleep in yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Yeah. But you know, it's for, otherwise you're normally with it and you're paying attention. Right. Yeah. So it's been hey, babe. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going on there? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, hey, babe. Dr. Mary. <laughs> <laughs>